<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom, where we talk all things reality TV or whatever. Per, per. My name is Pharaoh. I'm joined by our wonderful co-host Lee Lee Hyatt. Oh, I'm doing good. I think this is definitely one of the better episodes. No shade, because. <laughs> The cast hasn't been giving what it was supposed to have been given, I feel, 100%. But this was a good episode. I was really tuned in. Was. The season definitely was, it's been trucking along. So I was waiting for some some tea. And this episode, this gave some tea. Like, because, first of all, hello, it's Coco's first time going to elimination. This episode was crazy. People out here blowing up their own game. Girl, oh, the tea Lindsay is so cracked, and we have to stand. I always I stand. I always stand a crack legend. I really wanted her to stay. I'm kind of sad that she went home. I'm not gonna lie. I love a crack queen. It gave chaos cast. <laughs> it really did. But for without the gameplay, I don't know. Tell you like well, mm. but we move. Uh, so as you see, we are going to be talking to you today about Survivor 43 episode four or whatever. It was a uh, cute little episode. We started off the episode from the Vessi tribe because Vessi tribe had just went tribal, and we see Noelle give her a little thanks. She's like, thank you guys so much for saving me. You know, you guys are the best. Whoop, 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 blah, 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 blah. We always get that. Then we go to the Baca tribe, and here we have Gabler once again. Like, he's not sick anymore. He's not dying on the ground anymore. But now Gabler is quite literally being weird. He, like, takes this big-ass leaf, places it on them, waking them up. Do you know how, y'all, I would have had to say, like, I would have had to say something. My thing like, is, please. his excuse is that, oh, it's a blanket, babe. Leaves? Be for real. Like, like, a pro- for probably real. a cold-ass branch at that. And did I ask you to And then, and then, and then homegirl was like, Ellie was like, oh, I don't need any. Oh, it'll have ants on it. Bitch, I don't want a tree on me. I don't know. I, I that's not leaves what I. Leaves are so itchy. Have y'all ever like just felt a leaf? Like leaves, like will make you itch. I, I really real. did not see. I, I guess it's the thought that counts. It's not though. Okay, I tried to help you, Gaylor, but it's just not. I'm so sorry. So that was weird. Randomly had that scene. Um, and then there's a scene where Ellie and Gabler are working on the fire, and Ellie was like, "Let me go ahead and put." Some some sticks, branches in the motherfucking fire. And Gabriel is like, oh, I got it. And Ellie's like, I mean, I'm just putting branches in the fire. And Gabriel's like, uh, but you're not really doing this right. We probably shouldn't put branches. They start arguing because I guess Ellie's a little bit aggressive. I, I Gabriel's not, a little aggressive. I, don't I know. honestly did not expect Ellie to pop off like this. Like, Ellie, like, because I feel like in her That's preseason, I, in her preseason, she mentioned how, like, basically she, in her real life, she's kind of reserved and things like that. So I'm thinking she's going to be misreserved. Ellie, no. Ellie be popping off. Like, she was very upset. And it's like, girl, why do you, the thing is, she's comfortable. The whole, tribe, the whole tribe. Baca, the whole tribe. It really is. It's a whole bunch of unserious ass people. They need to and go. they need to go home. Like, Because the thing is, unfortunately, they're good at the game. And they keep winning challenges. And it's like Mariah's karma. Mariah's karma is not hitting hard enough at all. Like, where is it at? Like, maybe it's gonna take a second. We are gonna hit merge, and they gonna pop, 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 or something. But get their ass out, bitch ass Baca. And then they got fucking help. This goddamn like I'm so sick of Baca, girl. So we get to the motherfucking reward challenge or whatever. And so this reward challenge, what you will do is you will designate one of the tribe members. Mind you, it only has to be four of them because (laughs) Bessie's down to four. One tribe member will knock down blocks. That tribe member will have to take those blocks and use them to walk across a pathway on the sand to get to a finish line. Once they get to the finish line, the other three tribe members have to use those sandbags and land them on a rickety ass swing set, bitch. Yeah. And then and then immediately out the gate, child, Cody said he is not playing. Cody mm-hmm. said, I am sick of losing, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. it is, uh, it's enough. Mm-hmm. Ryan and Sammy are doing the throwing. Ryan's doing the throwing for Coco. Sammy's doing the throwing for Baka. And Cody's doing the throwing for Vessi. And Cody is throwing the fuck. Like Cody immediately gets like most of his uh blocks down. So Cody does throw, 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 throw. Boom, he gets done first. Vessi is immediately in the lead, and Cody has already started walking on his two little blocks. Mind you, these two fucking blocks, like they have one foot on one medium-sized block, the other foot on the other medium-sized block. He cannot use his hands. And he has to kick the block and then step on the blocks he's kicking. It's like, sir, it's not, it doesn't look easy at all. I would have not wanted to do that. 
So we see that Baca is in second. Baca keeps like just, just they're gonna, they just keep winning. What, like, what's why? annoying is that like they be on the brink of losing. Please just lose. That's what pisses me off. They be right Please. there, just like lose. just bow out, bow out, friend. Please. So Baca, unfortunately, is in second place. So Sammy's doing the walking, and mind you, while Sammy's walking across, Cody done finish. Um, Ryan, Daddy asked. Has I don't know if he's tired for carrying the team for three episodes, but Ryan is. And I think that's what it is. You know, Ryan is a man, and I feel like you know, to be a man such as himself, it, it, it's a lot of hard work. You know, walking around. You know, he gives provider. You know, he's not just <laughs> sitting down at camp. You know, he's cooking, he's cleaning, he's getting the water. You know, just looking the way he does. So, and he has been carrying most of the challenges. Like Ryan has yeah. been putting in hella work. So. It but it did get tired. tired. It got tired tonight. It was, he, he, he needed was definitely tired. He needed a good massage, and I can definitely give that to him. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> Sammy finishes d- doing his little walking path or whatever. After he finishes doing his walking path, we still see Ryan just now gets the blocks down. So Sammy's finished walking, and um, Cody's finished walking. So all of their people are going to start um, trying to place the sandbags on the actual fucking hula hoops. Not hula hoops. Swing set. The swing sets. And um, Ryan is walking, child. But we move. So we get to the swing sets, and boom, Jesse lands his first one. Boom, we out. Boom, Noel lands hers. So Jesse and Noel have already landed theirs, and what's that man named? Dwight. Dwight. needs to land his. But Dwight's is the smallest swing set, so it's hard. Don't don't come for my man, because he right. does. Uh, keep it cute. He pays um, his part. He pays his part. So finally, Coco catches up because clearly Ryan's still that girl. So Coco and Baca end up landing one. But by the time each of them land one bag, Dwight has already finished and they win the reward. Just and like it's that. like, period. They just came from a, two losses in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's like, child, they it's really giving Neko with the weak link. No shade. No and I don't want to say it, but no shade. But we move. It's okay. My it's okay. sister was robbed. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So. The reward for willing, winning this challenge is 10 fish. First of all, what happened to the pizza? Honestly. The burgers. Like, I don't even eat burgers. Please give these people a burger. But honestly, fish would have still been okay with me because, but they didn't have a fire. They didn't even have, and he knew that. And that's, he was playing in their fucking face. And that's why I honestly. Like, um, and you guys don't have a foot, do you? Like, be for it. Anyways, I ain't gonna cook this raw ass fish with those huh? Huh? So they got 10 fish and they get the privilege of sending one of their tribe members to steal something from another tribe. And this is when it starts. Very old survivor. survivor. Listen, stop with the hourglass. Keep this shit up because this caused drama. Like, this is the first inkling of drama. Fuck the hourglass. Literally, it's like it, it, it really just does not need to be over the top. Like this simple ass thing, something that they've done before. Like, I remember back in Sandra's season, they were sending people over to go steal some shit from the tribe. Like this is fun. Hold on, y'all. Okay, so this is when we was talking about Ryan. They said, yeah, he tired of all the weight on his back. He tired of the weight in the front too. I don't know. We were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Bessie, um. No, first, Jeff is like, but this decision will not be decided here. Quoco and Baca, skedaddle, skedaddle. So he made them leave. So it's just the Bessie tribe. And he's like, um, you guys are going to have to decide. Who are you going to do? How are you going to make the fish? And this is when we see that Noelle, she stayed. But not only did she stay, she became very, she said, I'm not going home. Because the way she spoke for them, this entire scene was low-key nasty. She also is the person who does, who starts the move. At the challenge uh, that we're going to talk about. At the challenge. No way else. She's she's definitely piping up. She said, "Uh uh-uh, y'all not going to take out my closest ally and take me out next. I think, no. So Noel said, but Jeff, um, we don't have Flint. Can we trade some shit? He was like, you can trade it for a previous reward. And Charlie was like, wait, wait, I mean. And Charlie was like, we can eat this raw. And she's like, I'm not eating no raw ass fish. Anyways, Noel looked. Anyways, Noel does not give Cody the time of day for real. So she said, he was he serious. He was so unserious. Like, this, this is actually, like, they probably caught this in the Fiji River, bitch. Y'all can die. We don't know what's in that damn fish. Um, Eating raw um, ass fish. Raw ass, dirty, salt water. So, anyways, no, I was like, anyways, stop playing with me. Give us the fruit. So, they got the fruit. They went back to the tribe or whatever. So, at the tribe, we they decided that Cody's going to be the one who goes to steal whatever they're going to steal. But now they have to debacle on what they're going to do. And I love this scene. They yes. edited the scene by bouncing between the tribes. 
And for some reason, it was kind of cute. But within the Bessie tribe, we see that Cody wants to go for the jugular. Yeah. Steal from Cuoco <laughs> and steal their machete. So that, because the machete is what they used to do everything. Cut leaves for their, uh, their fucking shelter. Cut the coconuts. Do anything. You really need that machete. So he says, I want to go for the jugular steal the machete. They was like, but we don't really need the machete. We just need fishing gear. And he was like, but I want to make them mad. And the other three people are like, I mean, but we're not trying to have um, Coco come after us. Like, yeah. we need to like try to play it smart. But hindsight twenty twenty, they, I mean, I guess they, they got them. They, they, they honestly should have just went for the jugular because they the way they team the up against Might them well. in the future, it's like, well, you already got you got enemies now. Mm-hmm. But uh, so as they're speaking, deciding on what they're gonna do. Um, we see clips from Baca and then Coco, then back to Baca and back to Coco. And basically, Baca tribe is like, I know they're not coming for us. I hope they, I guess they're coming for Coco. And Coco's like, and, they're not coming for us. So I guess they're going for Baca. They're not coming over and here. Then, and then we learn in this that Baca has kind of the bigger rewards. They have the bigger mm-hmm. fishing kit. Like, they have more supplies. Um, mm-hmm. So it will make sense for them to go to Baca. I feel like, personally, I would have went to just just went to Baca. And you I would have just used the excuse, but y'all got the bigger shit. And yeah. I would have went over my way. Like I like I said, I guess it does not matter because they openly just turn against them. They shouldn't have did that either. Challenge. But it's just like, well, I just was like, like I I just didn't see the benefit of taking from Coco at all. It didn't make much sense to me. But hey, me I like, mean, but I get you know, I, I they took from them and then they lost. I mean, is yeah. there a domino effect there? Now they're like they're setting up an alliance structure with Baka for the merge, and yeah. I think that's kind of cute because they didn't take from Baka, and then you know later on they helped them. So, yeah. hey, there's that. So we see Cody pull up to Coco. And when he pulls up, they like, damn, this nigga here. And this is where we get the first glimpse. They gave us a, a glimpse of Lindsay. So when he pulls up, he's talking to everybody in the tribe. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I just want to come and maybe get your machete. And Lindsay said, our machete for what? And he said, I mean, honestly, just to make y'all mad. And Lindsay was like, but you don't think we're going to retaliate on you? Lindsay was really popping off. Yeah, and it's like... This is when we should have knew Lindsay was a crack queen. When she was like, I mean, but you have to be prepared for what we may do. And it's like, oh, damn. Literally. Literally. So like, at this point, it was no question. <laughs> this is when we realized that Cody was just trying to barter. He yeah. said, I wanted to say that I'm taking the machete to make them scared and make them offer me way more shit than they need to offer me. So in the end, he ended that's up. That's exactly getting, what happened. And that's what the fuck happened. In the end, he ended up getting the fishing gear, what they actually wanted. And um, a bit of their food. And he made them mad like he wanted to. So he got what the fuck he wanted. I know that's right. So he got the fishing gear. He got the food. And he did. <laughs> and then and then Carla clothers his ass. No, if y'all been watching, we have said that Cody is from a, is a white man from Idaho that moved to Hawaii. And he walked around with this accent. It don't make that much sense. And Carla Clark, what she say? She was like, he's walking right here. Hawaii, Hawaii, do, do. Hawaii, Hawaii. You're Bro, from Idaho. You're from you're from Idaho. Get down. Like, why is she clocking him so nasty like Shout that? Out to Carla. Carla, the winner of Survivor 43. Carla clocking Coco. I know, that's the fuck, right? <laughs> What's her last name? I don't know. I forgot. Del, Del Cruz. That sounds correct. Carla clocking Del Cruz. I hope that's correct. The hell? Like, like literally, <laughs> um, not Lindsay openly threatened Cody. I had no choice but to stand. I had oh, to literally. I just had oh, to. It's just Cruz, Carla Cruz, Carla Clark and Cruz. I know that's the fuck. Right? <laughs> Cody set himself himself up to rely on Baca in the future isn't a good long term move. To be honest, he should have taken from Gaka, but I love the drama. I agree. I think Cody loved the drama too, though. Like he, oh, like that's really what it was. He's here for the guys. He's here for the the the, the TV moment. The shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. After this scene, we get to the immunity challenge, and this is when it even it starts spoiling up, y'all. Nasty. The thing is, me I and Sarah going expecting. in. Me and Sarah going in. We're like trying to look at the edge. We was like, well, Coco's not going in because you know Coco has been mothering every challenge, mm-hmm. and we didn't get much from them. All we got is that they got stole from. I feel like we got mm-hmm. a lot of development from Baca, and I feel like we got a lot of development from Vessi. Child, talk about a twist, though. Spoiler, fucking twist, bitch. They they changing that edit up, girl. You can't study the edit no more. So the immunity challenge starts, and what they have to do is they have to move all of these sandbags off of these posts looking for a key with a ring on it. When you find the key, you have to get somebody to unlock this um, net with all of your sandbags in it. You have to take your sandbags through that net, and then the sandbags has puzzle pieces. The first puzzle you have to solve needs to make a square. 
you have to knock that puzzle down, take it up another net, and then on top, you have to solve a triangle. First team to solve the triangle, first two teams to solve the triangle, wins immunity. Purr. So, I know that's right. Cassidy and Gio sit out for Cuoco. Janine sits out for Baca. And we get it started. We get it pumping. Boom. So, when we start, we see that Vessi starts struggling again. And it's like, yeah. oh, and it's no. Like, Ooh, Baca gets their key first. And it's like, Baca, please stand down. Coco Girl, starts- Baca was eating this challenge Girl. up at first. Oh, and for what? So Baca gets their key, um, and they're they're already moving along to trying to unlock it. Coco gets their key; they're trying to unlock it, and then Vessi gets their key. Luckily, Ryan he was tired, y'all, because he was struggling to unlock the key. Yeah. So this is when Vessi kind of got the chance to uh to catch up because Cody unlocks his key first for Vessi, and he um they start pulling their sandbags through to get to the first puzzle. So we see that. Vessi and Baca get to the puzzle first, and they start assembling the square first. Then eventually Coco comes by, and they start assembling the puzzle second. But what we notice quickly is that this puzzle is a little confusing because clearly yeah. if a puzzle can be assembled into a square and then later on assembled into a triangle, it's a lot. And I definitely could not be on this puzzle because I would have fucked it up. I definitely would have fucked it up. Me too. And this is when you quickly realize that NECA might have been a problem because I was thinking, I was like, none of the Vessi tribe, and Lee said this, he's like, none of the Vessi tribe really is good at puzzles because yeah. they should have got the puzzle first. They were there first, but we see Baka get it first. And so Baka and I was, was just really like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm really Baka's biggest hater. I can't do it. I'm so, I'm like, why do they keep eating like this? Unprovoked. Oh, God. So Baka gets their puzzle. They already climbing up the net, getting to the second stage. And then we see Bessie get their puzzle a little bit right after them. So it's like, ooh. Meanwhile, Coco is struggling down for the first time. For the first time in the And it's like, what I the think fuck? It's a mind game. Cody Cody got in their mind. He, like, made them shook up for the challenge. They were so confident. Yeah. And when he shook them up, they were like, oh, oh. Like, you know, Lindsay, clearly, clearly, Lindsay was clearly right on the border of crack. So I think <laughs> it, like, it was coming to a head anyway. I love a delusion, of, a, a confident delusion. Daddy Ryan was just managing his threat level today by blowing both challenges. Thoughtful King. I know that we right. love to see it. We really do. I, lo- really do. I love a King. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart, actually. Intelligent. Mm-hmm. Intelligent, I fear. So, literally, uh, we see Baka solving the triangle puzzle, and we see Vessi solving the triangle puzzle first, and then eventually Coco gets up there. So, they're all up there start trying to solve the triangle puzzle. And out of the blue, Vessi grows a brain. And, and it's like, period, clock down. I mean, you should have had a brain. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, Broadway. Okay. But yeah, so it's like Vessi is really showing out this episode. They won the reward. They won their immunity first. Like, shout that Neck and Napalm really was holding them back. No shade. And we saw with the first square puzzle, when someone finished, they knocked it down real quick. They didn't want nobody to see. When they assembled the triangle, I was like, oh, they need to knock it down. We see Dwight knock it down. I was like, oh, okay, good. Um, Now no one can cheat. And then you see Noel. Which I feel like it's really Noel. interesting. It's really interesting that it's Noel. Like I was like, "What is this look like?" It's it's interesting because the initial idea, and I I love Vessi. This I love Vessi because initially they were like, "No, Cody, we got to be nice. We got to play the politicking game. We can't be. We can't." And then when Cody went and did it, they was like, "Well, he went and did it already. Let's buck up." And now they're yeah. the gross sisters. Like they oh really stepped up. Like they was like, mm, if like we already done uh, kind of drew the line in the sand. Noel said, um, Baca, it goes here, here, and then Dwight started telling them, No, turn it around. They started. And I think Baca. it's just a really interesting strategy. That was I mean crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like I feel like like we've never seen this in like this kind of like unity among tribes before emerge in that way. Like, mm. child, talk about new era. And, like, honestly, I hope they get their lick back. I want Coco to win round after round after round. Because mm-hmm. I like Coco. I did not like want to see Coco lose. And then when it came down to Coco and Baca, I'm like, well, Coco's going to win like they've been doing. Baca, you can mm-hmm. go ahead and send Ellie home as she and should. They, and they might should. have and they might have without the help of Bessie, but they got the help. That was some bullshit, bro. And it's like, they were gagged. Like, the way James was looking, they were all, of them, all they were, of them were like, wow. Because Cassie and Gio were dancing at the uh, sit-out bench earlier. And then when it was happening, they were looking up like, are they helping? And Gio was like, I think they're helping. Cassie was like, what? Like, they I were would, like, and I, I wasn't like, really insulted. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, it's beef like, and wait. It's beef like that. Why do all women keep going home? No, I just talk about it. Who went home this? It's been right. nothing but 
Mariah, nothing but women. Justine, Neca, Lindsay. Uh uh-uh, uh, we're reversing. We're reverting. Uh uh-uh. uh. What's I happening? Like, I don't like that at all. Because now, we need Lindsay women in the cracks. But we need we need women in the in the jury to vote for a woman. Like I'm not saying we need that. A woman can still win. But I just don't like a jury full of men. No, I don't. I don't I like a jury full of men either. I don't that's, like a jury full of men. What, what, what annoys me is that people always try to use the argument, well, well, men are just, women are just going to vote for women. Men. That's, about, that's misogynist. That's, 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 that's misogynist. Anyway. Uh, because you're basically saying, oh, I mean, the only reason, and this is what a lot of the, the people said about Taylor's win in Big Brother, was that, oh, the girls just voted for a girl, so that's the only reason she won. No, she played better. I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the narrative that people create about women is that, oh, if there's other women here, they'll just vote for women, and that's it. That's not the reason they win. When Mary Ann won um, last season, it wasn't just because she was a woman in any capacity. She played exactly. the best game, period. And I, I ugh, that narrative's nasty. But, I feel but, like it's it, gonna, but what's hilarious, though, is that men usually only care about, um, I feel like... What's another man. Another, another, men's, another man's game, though. Like, things that are seen as... Um, dominant in the game of Survivor, like playing an under radar game. That scene is more of a, a feminine game. That game really isn't respected as much. Mm-hmm. And it's like men usually like those games with a lot of moves and things like they that. Only like, like they really only like it from a man, only, but they so, only like it from a man. Exactly. When Sarah does it, it's a problem. Aubrey doesn't win when she does it. You know, they don't like it when it's a man, when it's a woman who's playing um in a in a strong manner. Because what's that girl named Chrissy? Chrissy didn't win doing it. Um, it's like, why do they get so much backlash when they play and probably like a, a lot of shit? Like the women who do it, they didn't win. Um, um, her season be- when she played, but I'm like talking that, about even Micronesia. Like when I watched watching the finale, the way they get mm. questioned, they get questioned mm-hmm. as if they just did the most awful, evil thing ever. How dare you come and play this game mm-hmm. like the baddest bitch on earth? Like, mm-hmm. girl, sit down. You're mad because you lost, and it's it's weird because even like 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 I remember because I when I did my rewatch, it was like I watched China, and it's like. The praise that Todd had for kind of doing it, it's like and then the immediate opposite praise for poverty kind of from the from the jury aspect. I mean, they still got the votes mm-hmm. at the end of the day, so it really didn't matter. But it's like the questioning themselves, it, it came from a part, place of like, you personally hurt me and I can't believe mm-hmm. this. Like, Ozzy literally told poverty that I, I can't believe you hurt our friendship, but we'll never be friends outside of this. It's like, calm down, nigga. Please calm down. Yeah, it's, it's very, very weird. We're not going to get too much deep into it because it could be a whole podcast movie <laughs> so um yeah bessie wins immunity baka wins immunity coco leaves and the other two tribes walk away and jeff is asking coco and cassidy is like i mean i guess they're jealous they're yeah. mad she and lo- i guess losers okay. link up we bitches link up <laughs> maddie's link up what meg say uh see not the ops linked up in the picture everybody, <laughs> everybody looks busted, busted injured i don't know that like, has a team up to beat us period coco period Period, period, period. So, um, girl, Coco was shook, and I like this beef. I hope this beef keeps keeps radiating. I, I, I honestly, I just want them to win. I want them to win out. Mm-hmm. I hope they win everything going forward. Mm-hmm. I was telling Lee it would be so nasty if, like, next episode Coco wins immunity first and they help Baca, and it's like, ooh, Vessi Goliath, right back on that ass, right back on that. Ass. That would be the nastiest thing, and the way I would love this season from then on if it happens. So I'm hoping for the best. Brr. So we get back to tribal, and finally we get a little bit more tea about the dynamics. They Hold on, pause though. I do want to say, do you think this may be something that continues to happen though, like throughout the now season? Now that it's happened, now that it's happened, like like more... that may actually be a thing. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very interesting because if I'm Coco, we're definitely like imagine they go home, they're done with tribal, they just talk all night or talk next next day. I'm going to mention. I mean, if we have the chance to help Baca and make Vessi go to tribal, let's do it. Like, I'm going to mention it. So it could happen. That's going to be nasty. Uh, we get back to the Coco tribe, and we finally get to see some of the dynamics. Immediately, we get a perspective from Ryan. Ryan mm-hmm. says the people he trusts the most is Gio and James, which is interesting. Yeah, because, because... we've only had Carla's perspective every time exactly. we've seen Coco. So we only know from her uh, point of view. And from her point of view, we know that she has the girls staying with Cassidy and Lindsay, and they have James as a fourth. And she also has a separate thing with Ryan and Gio. We didn't know anything past that. So hearing mm-hmm. that 
Ryan's closest ally is Gia and Giants is really interesting. And it also shows that Giants is really working this motherfucking yeah, tribe. I love that. It, and this is how you, this is when we see that James and Carla are in the middle, not just Carla. Yeah. So it's, so it's James and Carla playing between Gio and um. I hope Ryan they stay linked up. I love their little duo, but I think James is. I don't know. I will. I, I, but I, they're I, close. You remember last episode when she was asking for people's beads? She went. She true. was asking. She asked James, "Do you would you have taken an idol if you saw it?" Then after that, they were. Uh, he was like, "Can I have your beads?" They always seem to be talking when we do see them. So that's, that's a nice duo. I love that. Love to so, see it. So Geo um, immediately tells Ryan and James that we vote on Cassidy because I don't like her. Uh, he has a diary room. He says Cassidy will be going home. I don't trust Cassidy. Um, I trust everybody else in this tribe, but Cassidy, and she definitely go. And it's like, like no strategic king. I noticed he said that one of his favorite favorite players was Sandra. He's playing like Sandra a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like when he that. when he said that, it like gave something Sandra would say. And even at tribal, he was like, um, as long as it's not me going home. I don't honestly I, I didn't see him to be someone that would push his agenda as much I really like that this is the, the route Gio is taking with his game mm-hmm. because the thing is even if it's not something that ends up working on this episode being an active player is better than doing nothing always so that's really good so we see Cassidy and Gio talk and um there's a scene of them Cassidy's cutting up coconuts and Gio's like mm, you definitely should be cutting it this way Cassidy's, <laughs> like, Cassidy's like okay which way and he's like mm, this way and then Cassidy has a diary room and she's like if there was a particular way to cut, cut coconuts, like, show me the tape. Like, I don't know why he's literally trying to tell me how to cut it. If you want to cut, you cut it. Please. So Cassidy <laughs> is annoyed with Gio. And then we see the segment of her telling all everybody that she's annoyed with Gio. And she says, he got to go. So the girls decide, her, Lindsay, and Carla decide they're going to vote Gio. Um, and they go to James. Bring it up to James. So now it's the four of them talking. They all agree, Gio. And we see that this is, this is the plan. Because Carla has a diary. Yeah. Carla says, we're voting Geo. He thinks he's the it girl. He thinks he's running the tribe. Ah, ah, ah. And I was shocked. I was really shocked. But knowing more about the dynamic, it made sense. Because, you know, Ryan mm. did not mention Carla at all. Um, Geo gave the plan to Ryan and James. He didn't even give it to Carla. So it's like, mm-hmm. clearly things have changed from the perspective we've seen Coca, uh, from Carla a few episodes ago. So I'm really happy that they kind of went to elimination. Because we, I was really interested to see this tribe's dynamic. Mm-hmm. Which is all over the place, very fluid. So at this point, Gio is going home, and Gio and Ryan are going to be voting for Cassidy. Mm-hmm. However, the, uh, mind you, before we get get into Crack Queen, the only names that have been said are Gio and Cassidy. Those are the only two options, babe. <sighs> so. We get a scene. <laughs> Lindsay is talking to James and Carla in the um, shelter. And she's having a voiceover mm-hmm. above this scene. And in the voiceover, she's saying, everything seems too easy. Geo seems to be the vote. But that just doesn't make sense because I'm that girl. <laughs> she said of course I would be the target I would target me girl be for real the, like, no I'm shame strong, but baby I'm the strongest mentally I'm the strongest physically I am the sword of the season bitch like <laughs> Lindsay really thought she had like I, I don't know and like Lindsay was talking as if she played the game five times she and won she the only out of the five she's the only returnee like girl please calm the fuck down please and I get it because she's a she's a huge fan and sometimes we see with super fans when they get on their favorite shows they crack out. Because it really just gets overwhelming. So I can definitely see in her mind, like, Survivor's not supposed to be easy. Why am I getting told everything? Why is it cool, calm, elected? It's like, babe, there's so much downtime. It can be that easy. There are a lot of easy votes. A lot of votes are easy as fuck. Mm -hmm. How, as a super fan, do you think you're the vote when quite literally no one gives a fuck about you? Baffles me. Uh, I think it's because Survivor's pretty open. So I feel like if she was actually the vote, 
she would have heard rumbling or something like that. And then she just rumbling. started. But that's the thing. Once the girls, once once the girls start, once somebody, once somebody starts get, get, getting cracked, you know, they start getting delusional. So at that point, she mm-hmm. and her mind has already thought these people are actively turned against me. Mm-hmm. So now it doesn't matter what they say because in the back of her mind, she's thinking these people are not even with me for real. And it's mm-hmm. like, girl. No shade, but who are you to be targeting right now, Mama? It's like, please tell me. So, James Mama thought she was Kim Spratlin, girl. I don't know who she thought she was. And she uh, was Lindsay Fourth Booth. Last name. So, <laughs> right, redacted. So, Lindsay um, is sitting there with Carla and James, and they're speaking, and Lindsay starts to say, I just feel like it's me. And Carla was like, what can I do to make you not feel like it's you? Because it's, like, it's definitely not you. And like, I feel like I definitely would have, like, I wouldn't have helped because I would have been so unserious in the conversation. I'm like, Lindsay, it's not real. No. And James was like, okay, no, like, it's not you. She gets up, she walks away, and Carla looks at James and she's like, oh, I mean, hypothetically, we could vote her. And James was like, no. And I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to go talk to her. And I was like, for a split second. Well, Carla get mm-hmm. ca- caught up, but I, I thought so clear. too. But she got James on lock. I, James really sucks with Carla. And I love yeah. that little duo. But honestly, I wanted to say, do you think that she was looking for a reason to not vote out Gio? Because <gasps> I just felt like she had a really strong connection with Gio. We specifically Gio. We saw that. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it seemed like she was like, "Well, she's going crazy. Gio doesn't have to go." <laughs> this is what I think. I think Carla was thinking. I don't want to do what Gio wants because he thinks he's the it girl. Mm-hmm. However, so at first it was let's just vote out Gio, but once she got the option to not vote out Gio and he doesn't get what he wants, I think that's what she liked because he wanted Cassidy to go. That didn't happen. Carla's target is who went. Carla was the one who wanted Lindsay to go. Carla was the first one to bring it up. I think that makes her feel more in control. She didn't like that Gio was wielding some type of power. So she was like, he can go, but now that she has another route, Boom. And plus, she's probably closer to you. Um, So, perfect. So, James talks to Lindsay, tries to calm her down, quite literally does not succeed um, at all. (laughs) And and you can just read it all over her face. The way she's just standing there looking at him, it's just like... uh, I feel bad, and I feel like James really wanted Lindsay to stay, because they had a pretty close connection, both being from Philly. But it's like, once someone kind of goes down that path, you do just gotta, I mean... Because they're unreliable. Mm. And she just gave unreliable down. (laughs) Damn, I forgot about this. Remember, we had a women's alliance on every single tribe, and a woman got voted off of every single tribe. Blame Damn. Ellie. Blame Ellie. Blame Ellie. Ellie saw, and I will never yeah. forgive her. I don't care. She needs to go. So this is when we get um, one of the final scenes. is Carla and James talking. They This is where they confirm they know they're the swing votes in between the two situations. And Carla was like, I mean, we could either vote Gio or we could vote Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So we see a, a montage of Carla going around telling everybody, telling Cassidy um, and telling Ryan that Lindsay can definitely be the vote. Um, and then we go to tribal. Boom. So tribal council was cute. Jeff's kind of, first of all, Jeff's like, this was the, ver- the most raucous, most raucous entrance uh, <laughs> and a first tribal ever. I was like, what is that word? And I'm not going to Google it, but we were. <laughs> uh, um, he says, Ryan. What grade would you give your tribe for these first couple of days? Ryan says an 8.5. He thinks we're doing good. And then we mess up. And then this leads into a question to Lindsay. He's like, Lindsay, what have you learned about your tribe in these next couple of days? And Lindsay was like, today was a wake up call because I, I, I learned that. How? I learned that you can't. I'm be, that girl. She was like, <laughs> she was like, you know, you get really paranoid and you get really uh, worked up about everything. And you want to do a lot of fact-checking. He asked, he's like, is there a lot of fact-checking? She's like, yes. But then I realized I can't just be going back and fact-checking everything because everyone's going to think I'm paranoid. And I don't know. And it's like, she's low-key getting paranoid at Tribal. Like, calm down. It's all in her voice, <laughs> child. Literally. Quite literally. Um, he asked a few more questions about how it was at camp and how was that um, looking or whatever. And boom. He asked Carla, I like this question. He was like, how long were you guys talking about the vote? And she said, we never stopped. Literally, mm. on the all the way until we couldn't, um, we talked about this vote. And she was like, if we could talk about it more, we would. Um, Live like, tribal? Well, Live tribal? I was low-key hoping for one, but it did not happen. And he was like, well, time to vote. That's how you know you this season isn't given. Where the Live tribal's at? Where the Live tribal? Maybe that merge. Um, we see Lindsay goes home. So the votes were, everyone voted Lindsay, Gio voted Cassidy, Lindsay voted Gio. So mm-hmm. everyone but 
Lindsay voted Lindsay and then Gio voted Cassidy. I think Gio knew knew the vote and he just voted Cassidy in case of any inklings of an idol or anything like that. Do you really That's think so? I feel like yes. he's left out because why? I don't, I don't think he's left out at all. I, well, it's not smart to vote Cassidy. She's still here. You know what I mean? I think, but if Lindsay does have an idol, it is smart. It's, it is smart. Or if she plays her, what's it called? One in six chance thing. Like, I think I, that's yeah. a possibility. I don't know. We neither of us know. I don't think he's left out because even in the preview, I feel like if he was left out, it would have been a more of a Ryan. Why didn't you tell me? We didn't see that. That's or, true. Or James, why you didn't tell? Me? We saw him talk to Cassidy. Cassidy clocked and was like, "Why'd you vote for me?" He was like, "Girl, we not with you. I'm sorry." And he, was, <laughs> and, he, and he said, "We." He also said, "We're all together. You're not with us." In the preview, so that also makes me think he knew. Yeah. The vote. Um. So I think so, but we don't know. Um. I will say, I feel like this tribe is way potentially more fluid than expected because James and Carla is not necessarily just going to go with Ryan and Gio, I don't think. Like, I feel like on the other mm-hmm. tribe, this seemed like a set thing. Um, well, honestly, not really because uh, Vessi, they kept NECA and, they went, and then they got her out. Yeah. <laughs> and Baca, we don't know where it could go. It can go Ellie, it can go Gable. So let me shut the hell up. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> all over the place, all over but the place. But it's still. Funny. It's low key boring. Like, I don't. How is, how is it doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I think we need to. I think the the small tribes doesn't work every time. It only works if we have a Shan. If we have a um, what was what was that? an Omer? You keep forgetting an Omer. Name. No, I wasn't talking about him. I was thinking oh, about okay. the, Shan, the Shan Shan's counterpart who was also Ricard. Ricard. If we have those people who are going to be making those money moves, then, and, and I feel like a lot. Like for example, and then forty three. No, not 43, 42, no shade. I feel like the, some of the caliber of players weren't like as strategically smart as we mm-hmm. had in 41, but they were messy. They were messy. And, and that was fun to see. Like and high and Drea. Like, and exactly. That. And it's like this season, there's no messiness, there's no drama. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where's the these drama? People, these people are like calmer players. And you, you know what the fuck is funny? In our cash draft, go back and watch our cash draft. I said that. I said this cast looks like all of the neutral players in one cast. Yeah. They got all the players who aren't going to be too drastic or too nothing. It's a bunch of neutral players, and that's kind of what we're getting, neutral-ass gameplay. Um, but let's go ahead and get into these ratings for these people. Baby, I'm giving Lindsay a one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a crack queen. And it's it's so funny because in her preseason, y'all, the way she was talking about how she's a super fan, she's been watching like since the early to- earlier season. She's been watching with her mm. family. She's so excited to get out here. She was talking about the strategy, and it's like I feel like we definitely see it more in Big Brother. The super fan comes and flops out, but Lindsay is definitely proof it happens in Survivor too. Like she yeah. really just spiraled, spiraled out of the game because so literally it went from <laughs> no one saying her name to only the voices in her head saying her name to her getting out of the game. <laughs> it was very, very bad. I was not impressed. Um, so sorry. I had a lot of hope for Lindsay. I picked her in my draft pick. We'll get into that um soon. But dang, like we move. What would you rate um Cassidy currently? Cassidy, I feel like she did take a shot because if you know the structure with Lindsay, Carla, and James had stay intact, I do think she would be in a pretty decent position. But I do feel like with Lindsay going, that's someone who could have been a number for her. I think mm-hmm. she clearly does not have the closest connection to James. I think that's Carla, and she has no connection with Gio or, and I'm assuming Ryan. So she is mm-hmm. essentially on the outs. However, I do not think it's impossible that James and Carla may flip to get out Gio because Gio mm-hmm. was an option this um this round. He could easily be another option. The thing is, when Gio said, "Hey," let's do Cassidy, you had James and Carla and them being like, well, we could just do Gio. So I do not mm-hmm. think Cassidy is just out. And she was mm-hmm. also very much in on the vote, correct? Yes. So she voted, she voted with them. So I don't think it's, I don't think she's necessarily down and out. I think she definitely has strategic prowess. You know, her diary rooms are always pretty um, interesting. Like she's definitely a thinker and she has social connections. So I just feel like I, I, I'm not fully confident because you like you, you never really know, especially with Gio mm-hmm. being so confident. But I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a five point five. Okay, I think that's fair. I agree. I feel like this vote, in a way, a little bit incentivizes Carla and James to go with um, Ryan and Gio. Majority just seems like it, when there's a majority, it seems like you want to go with them. So in a way, I can see Carla and James feeling like, dang, we kind of just a little bit chose Ryan and Gio because the other alliance was Lindsay, Cassidy, uh-huh. and us. Um, so it's a sl- small incentive, but I don't fully believe that they will just go ahead and go with them. 
they definitely could just go with Cassidy and move along. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think it's that bad for her. I think she played this round decently. She wouldn't have went home even if the vote wasn't Lindsay because it was going to be Geo according to what we heard. So that shows that she has some type of, um, she has a stronger connection to Carla and James than Geo does um, clearly. And that's also a positive. So it shows that she has uh, a good game. I'm going to give her a five. Mm-hmm. Give her a five. Um, Geo, Geo technically probably would have went home if Lindsay didn't spiral. And I think that that's bad for him. But since she did go home, that's like kind of a plus because that's someone who was probably not going to work with him. Now there might be an incentive for James and Carla to just go with him. Um, If they merge, if they continue on this tribe without going again, because they haven't lost until this time. This is the fourth round. There's only two more rounds. If they just don't lose these two more rounds, I think Geo could be in a decent position because no one isn't going to just work with him in this tribe, I don't think. I think Carla and James will definitely vote with him in a merge scenario. But Mm -hmm. thinking about the other tribes, they look like they're finna team up. And if that's the case, nobody nobody in Coco, maybe one person in Coco can sneak to the end and it's giving Cassidy, I'm not going to lie, now that I'm looking at it. Or James, just because James has proven social games have been proven to be really well. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like, mm, I don't know. It doesn't look up for him. I'm gonna just give him a three point five um mm. at this at this at this point. I am Yeah, I feel like one major hit for Geo is that we saw that he essentially had no influence. Like I said, when he said it's gonna be Cassidy, the only person who seemed to listen was Ryan. Everyone mm. else went to their other alliance and said, Well, it's Geo. And like you mm-hmm. said, the only reason why he didn't go home is because Lindsay cracked out. Um I, I like he, I feel like, you know, he's shown to be an active player, but, you know, there really isn't much finesse with it. You know, it, it's really not put together all the way. I do like the activeness. It's kind of messy, no shade. But mm-hmm. I do feel like there is a chance that he can get out of this. I think Coco's a pretty strong tribe. I'm hoping they continue to win because they need to get them people out because they really played in mm-hmm. their face. But I feel like that's Geo's best bet if they keep winning out because I do feel like he can be seen as a liability. Like, they were really willing to let him go. So I feel like for me... I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him a four. Okay. How do you feel about James? I like James a lot. I think James has a really good social game. Um, the fact that Ryan mentioned that his closest allegiance is with James, and then earlier in the season you had Lindsay. You know, randomly was like, "I'm really close with James too. We're gonna bring him into this girls' alliance." Like James, mm-hmm. we don't get to see it on the screen. Um, I hope we get to at some point, but he is really working these connections, and I feel like. Mm-hmm. That is something good for him going into the merge. I hope if they are able to keep winning, then they're going to have numbers. And even if not, like you said, if there's going to be one of them who can slip by, I do think it's going to be James because it's very clear that he is good at making connections. Everyone really trusts him. He's going back and forth, and no one is even questioning it. Along mm-hmm. with Carla, I feel like that they have this connection that's really good. Hopefully, I really, really hope, because it would suck. Because I feel like player-wise, James and Carla are the best people here, like overall of the whole season. It would suck if the other two teams did team up and it just really bombed them and, and pagonged them when it came to merch. So I just hope that mm-hmm. it's not happening, God. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, James is playing a really good game. I feel like I'm going to give him a... Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to give him a 7.5. I'm going to give him a 7.5. Because the highest score I want to say for Mother, no shade. But sure. I, do think, I do think that James is 7.5. I think the only thing I feel like with James is that it does seem like just a little bit that it's like he's not actively working on some of some of the, the actual strategic moves. It's like, okay, well, Carly came to him, do you want to flip? And it's like, mm-hmm. now we're going back and forth about it. I think he's in a really pivotal position, but we're not seeing him necessarily use it. I'm wondering if he's going to be able to kind of maneuver, you know, and really kind of move his muscle a little bit. Because this is the person who was like, you know, he wants to create fake idols and, and things like that. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm really feeling like there's more to James that we haven't seen yet. And I'm interested to see where it's going to go. Yeah, I actually agree. And one thing that I was afraid about with James is like his kind of passiveness. He kind of just get brought into things and he just says yes to things. But what I liked about this episode is when Carla said, let's vote Lindsay. He said, no, let me talk to her. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that because I thought he was going to say yes to literally everything. So to see that he not only said, no, let me talk to her, he actually went to try to talk to her. He tried to convince her. And if that convincing would have worked in, maybe Lindsay wouldn't have went and that would have still been a number for James. Um, But she's just so cracked. 
So <laughs> I, I like that because hypothetically, hindsight, Carla would have tried it if Lindsay wasn't so crazy. He could have succeeded in keeping one of his numbers, Lindsay. And that shows to me that he does have some type of game sense. And that was what I was hoping for him. So in that scenario, I'm probably going to give him a 7.5. Also, I feel like um, when they merge that he is going to be one of the ones from Coco who can stay a while. Because like you said, it seems like his social game is good. And he's very good at diminishing his threat level. And I think it's intentional. I think it's intentional. I don't think he wants to be seen as a threat. And um, everyone loves him. Like, literally everyone loves him. Everyone's working with him. Everyone wants to work with him. So, um, yeah, just that for me. Uh, Queen Carla. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with Carla. Carla has been in the best position this entire time. So I really, really like that. She was in between her two alliances. She was the one who got Lindsay out. And she's the one who enacted this vote. I think it was a, a, a good move because Ryan and Gio are still going to think she's with them. Also, James and her seem like they have a duo. And um, she was already with Cassidy before anyone else. She was the first person aligned with Cassidy along with Lindsay. So now mm-hmm. she kind of has the game on lock. So I think that's really, really good. If they merge, I'm a little bit afraid of her threat level being a little bit higher than someone like James. Mm-hmm. I think it's obvious that she's in the best position in this tribe. And I think that might be like kind of the issue with this. Um, so I'm going to give her a 7.5 also, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I, I, I want to give her the 8. I feel like low-key... Sure. This not even low key. This is based on like the performance we've seen overall too. Cause we haven't been able to rate her. I just like she's been playing the game really well. She has great social connections. She did take charge of this vote, and I do feel like you know she has her idol. If they're able to keep winning, um, and they have the numbers going into merge, and it's a whole new story for Coco. If they are losing, I do think she's going to be one of the people who can go into merge, and she has her idol. You never know how it could switch up. You know, Coco is threatening with six, but is Coco threatening at merge? And they only have three. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it can easily switch up. So you never really know. And I do feel like Carla, she has the social connection. She has the social game. She has a strategic game. You know, she has an advantage. I think there's just a lot of up side for mm-hmm. Carla. Now, everyone who knows Edgic, that's a scary thing because some people who get shown all the time, they're setting up for a big, you know, fall from grace. And I just hope that's not something that is as, as stupid as a merge boot because the other two teams want to team together. Like, that would be mm-hmm. stupid. Like, I would hate for that to be our legacy. I just want her to win. I just want her to win. Like, yeah. she deserves Like, I love Carla a lot. Me too. Um, her. We have Ryan. Now. Now, Ryan is daddy. No. Ryan is daddy. And, I, and I, other than I, that. I want to I wanna give him a 10 based on that alone. It's the 10 for the face, the 10 for the body. Mm-hmm. The 10 for everything. I mean, he's really but, a man. Like, when I think other about than it. that, but the game, unfortunately, I just feel like it's not there. I mean, he's taking strategic points from Gio, who is going to go home this week. I feel like I'm going to have him at a five. I think an upside for him is that he's not someone I think people are going to want to target. He's helpful for the tribe. Um, the thing is, I just don't think, you know, socially, he's not the best because. Lindsay mentioned how he didn't talk to her. We know him and Cassie doesn't really have a connection. Uh, he trusts James the most, but James has everything else going on. You know what I mean? The fact mm-hmm. that his closest ally is someone who I think is strategically doing the worst right now on the tribe, Geo. It's mm-hmm. just not good. It, it's not. And I don't think he has the strategic forefront to really put in work to fix it. I don't think he mm-hmm. he's going to do the work to put in to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and he mentioned this preseason. I mean, he's not necessarily the biggest, I don't think, fan of the game. He wants to come out here to be the person who makes connections, who provides and know things like that. So I feel like mm-hmm. this is really expected. It's just, you know, it's such, it's such a pretty face, you know, so much potential. But I think it is going to be a five. And I feel like it's probably going to be a five as long as he stay in this game, because it's like he teeters the line of, you know, will he be seen as a target because he's he can win challenges or will he just get slide through because he's not a threat? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a four. Um, I feel like I agree with all the things you said, but I just see those as just a four because mm-hmm. I feel like even comparing him and Gio, I kind of feel bad giving Gio a lesser score than him because honestly, the fact that Gio is active alone Makes me want to put him higher, but I know in Survivor it's different. Like in Big Brother, if you're active, um, even if you're sloppy, you can kind of just make an accidentally make an alliance. You know, in Survivor, if you're active and sloppy, baby, to the loop, you're out. Yeah. So that's why Geo, I will keep a little lower. But Ryan not being active pisses me off. One, because why are you here? But two, it's just it's not going to be good for his game. Like right now, if you didn't you didn't talk to Lindsay at all, what are you doing? 
You're not in an alliance with Cassidy. Carla was not going to choose you um, this entire time. This entire time, you and Gio had an alliance with James and Carla, and they were never choosing y'all side um, if Lindsay didn't get cracked. And that's not good at all. That shows that you don't really have a connection with them. So it wasn't giving for me. It's just going to have to be the four. Let me quickly put them in order so I can see mother at the top. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, I really like the Coco Tribe. I hope they keep winning. Um, I'm happy that we got to see like the tribe divisions, more of their personality, more perspective, but no more. I, I've had all I need. Let's let's keep them in the winner's seat. all I need. Um, boom. This is accurate down. Carla is the highest rated player with a 7.75. Then James with a 7.5. Cassidy with a 5.25. Ryan with a 4.5. And Gio with a 3.75. Accurate down. We ate. Um, I would love to see all of them make merge. I just want Coco Tribe to succeed, honestly. But if they do, if they don't make merge and Gio goes, I'm fine with that. I'm not going to lie. I'm fine with Gio going. No, no I'm also fine with Ryan going. Like, I'm kind of okay with it. Um, Let's see our draft. As long as it's not Mother Carla and Father James. Okay, here are our drafts. We are even again. Um, we like, Lee just won't let me get the lead. Women. Oh, so sadly. Um, Lee won't let me get the lead, and I don't like it. Because I would love <laughs> to be in the lead. Um, But I, have, I still have Jesse. Jesse had, at first I was scared because he was getting a lot of screen time, but since mm-hmm. he kind of died down this episode and now Vessie's kind of seeming like a four instead of a Jesse running them or anything, mm-hmm. it makes me feel better about his position. Carla, I don't think Carla's a merge boot, but she could be. I hope and that's not. why I'm scared. Um, James is a very good player. And Noel is showing me that she can be a good player. So on my tribe, I have four people who I'm not too mad about. Um, the other three, they're probably not gonna win. But if Ellie makes merge, I don't know. She oh. she's active, so we move. I will say, like I said, I mean, we, we didn't get you much, got the winners, Damn. but I feel like well, I think I feel like we didn't get much this episode. You know, Cassidy, mm-hmm. you know, like she just took a big uh, hit to her game. Uh, Dwight, I mean, sure. you know, we haven't seen that much good gameplay from him. Janine's pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. We didn't get much Sammy this episode. Gabe was pissing people off, and we just gave Ryan. A low ass score, so I just mm-hmm. feel like I, I am not looking at my team like damn, like do I still mm-hmm. got it? I feel like this has just been a break episode. We didn't get much from most of my team, honestly, but yeah, we here. Oh, period. Somebody said, Pharaoh, your team looks. Oh, this is Sappy Panda. Pharaoh, your team looks good right now. Jesse, Carla, and James. I definitely got the it girl. You might win. But, you might finally I win. Like, I feel like according to like some edit things, I wouldn't be surprised if Owen, Cassidy, or Dwight won the game, or even Sammy. And you have all those people. I'm kind of a little more confident in um, secondary players rather than the primary. I think I kind of have like more of the primary and they are the ones who are going to get, ah, this is a good episode because Carla got out. Or this is a good episode because Jesse got out. But we move. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in to this um, recap. Join us next week. We'll be coming live to recap Survivor 43, episode 5 or whatever. We're getting close to the merge, so it's about to get really exciting. Um, Check us out because we are covering The Amazing Race. We are also covering The Mole. We are also covering The Challenge 38. So check us out for all of those or whatever. Comment, like, share, subscribe, tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your cousin. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.